This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience and a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind that we're not and never claim to be doctors. Nah. Just a couple of dumbbells. Love us out some fitness. Want to help it with yours. And the help can start right now, this second, as you're listening, as we're talking. Live in real time. This is live in real time, no matter when you're listening. No matter when you're listening, this is live for you. This is live for you. Because this the, is live to tape. Yeah, this is live to tape. This is live for you because you're alive as this is happening because you're able to listen. Ladies and gentlemen, can we welcome to the weight room our guest, as we always do, at the top of the episode, so we have the most time to just kind of chat. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Wangert. Hi, I'm here. I'm live. You're, You're live, live, yeah, uh, on I'm radio, live. Uh, live on radio. So Joe, uh, Joe's a comedian, improviser. We know we know each other through UCB, but uh, Joe has written for all the great shows, everything, every yeah. great show that you like. He is literally <laughs> written for New Girl Everyone. and uh, Cruel Show, great, yep. one of my favorites. Idiot Sitter, I love that one. Oh, great! Um, and then most recently, the the he's Netflix- a ghostwriter for Tom Hanks, <laughs> like just his regular like life. Yeah, when he if you've had a real life interaction with Tom Hanks, I've written that. You punched it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he, 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 Tom Hanks meets somebody. Joe hears what it is and then he goes, go talk to him again and say this instead. Yeah, you make it accessible. You ask yeah. Tom Hanks for an autograph. He goes. And he goes, wait a minute. And then I'm nearby. And then he he usually, I give him an okie dokie in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll say, you know him by now. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's a very Cyrano. (laughs) What's the deal with his um, obsession with typewriters? Isn't he on the typewriters or something? I didn't know that. Ah, yeah. I don't know. I think he invests in old typewriters or something. My favorite thing that he does on social media, because he's an older guy, he signs all of his tweets. Yeah, it's Hanks. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to do that, but nobody's telling him, you don't have to do that. Or or his kids are telling him that and he is forgetting. I do love his one, he has one son that's like a real embarrassment. Oh, Chet Hayes. Yeah. yeah. He's like a rapper. Yeah. Right. He's a rapper and, you know, has a lot of ideas as to what kind of language he should be able to use. And <laughs> he was having a feud online with another like comedy guy a couple months ago. And I was like, I'm on Chet Hayes' side here because I feel like people <laughs> at that period of social media were like coming at him and attacking him all the time, kind of for no reason. It's like, just let him if he wants to just be a rapper, let him right. do it. I think it, it's we're in this weird time where it can become popular like it can become i don't know what somebody will get it'll be safe to kind of go after somebody and pile yeah, easy on. target because yeah. he's the son a son of a celebrity but he didn't ask for tom hanks to be his dad you no. know? i think he did oh yeah yeah i think now it's a new time in life <laughs> it's like a boss uh, think, baby situation i think you can ask who your dad is all right that's you can like either- a good black mirror like you ask to have tom hanks be your dad but then you don't realize it makes you a rapper yeah <laughs> <laughs> All the scorn that comes with that. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, God. Well, thanks for being here, Joe. Oh, I'm excited to be here. Um, so uh, the way this podcast works, I'm sure you've listened to it, just like everybody who is listening. Happy New Year, 2018. We're in the middle of it? Question mark? It's the 10th. Uh, is it the 10th? Yeah, it's the 10th. Live to tape as Live to tape on the 10th. Yeah. Wednesday the 10th. It is officially. But we can say Happy New Year to Joe. We haven't yeah. said that yet. I know you're not supposed to say it after the first seven days. 
at really? that point. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you that. You can stop taking it off your emails and everything. Yeah. Is that an etiquette or a uh, yeah, traditional I heard it, thing? I or? heard it on a ra- on the radio. They're like, you can stop doing it after seven days. Mm. I think it was it, NPR. Because otherwise you're burdened with saying it all the way until the next uh, new yeah, year. I've yeah. wasted so much time <laughs> these past three days. I'm still saying it to people. <laughs> I said it to everybody. I wonder I, how long... It, because I the seven to an eight uh, when you're when you're uh, putting it, a date down is a pretty easy fix. Oh, easy fix. Yeah. Easy fix. The six to seven was murder. <laughs> <laughs> it just looked like you tried to yeah, make. Yeah, a lot of checks to, were just two thousand and squiggles. Because <laughs> yeah. that six would just kind of have like the the seven would just kind of have a calligraphy like fucking cleft to it. Yeah, people then, people knew what happened. People knew that you you don't even though it was fucking November. It's just I write like three checks a year and. I got frozen into writing 1998, for day, like well into the 2000s. <laughs> it was just a really good year for yeah, you. Yeah, your your yeah. like subconscious didn't want to let it go. Hey man, that was the year I had money. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just trying to stay in that world, man. Yeah, something happened. Yeah. Uh, maybe I wrote a lot of papers that year or something. I don't right. know what it was, but like it's, it's oh, even God. now it feels good to write it. I don't know. Nineteen ninety-eight. It just it has a smooth number to it. Oh yeah, that's a great year. Yeah, it's a great year. I did an improv show this weekend, and I feel like there's that like we know (laughs) that like common joke of like oh I'm still writing 2017 on my checks. Uh, And I did a scene with John Gabris, and he said, "It's come on, man, it's 2017." And then he caught himself, and he he mimed looking at a watch, and then was like, "It's 2018," (laughs) which is like I think the improv version of that. Like I think all improvisers for the whole month of January will be saying the wrong. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's still references that I still have to remember. Like, oh, that's very old. Right. I don't need to make that one anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Or shows that, yeah. All that stuff. Anyways, yeah. uh, I'm, out, I'm out of like what's hip now. So I, yeah, you know, yeah. What's yeah. Uh, what's like what Stan it, means? What does Stan mean? I don't know. You know what? Is that a new thing? Stan? Yeah. What Stan means? Uh. Uh-uh. It's like if you. It's like it's weirdly people write Stan on things, and like if it's, they're named that. If you're if <laughs> it's if you're obsessed, overly obsessed fan. And it's weirdly from the Eminem song oh, back in the day. Oh, wow. But it's so but it's, it's very such right an now. old reference that kids are using now to reference that. Oh, that's as weird. an old reference, I guess. I like stuff like that where I fall out of is with if somebody's talking about a YouTube person. Oh yeah. I'm I'm like an I can't, influencer? That or even like a show, like a YouTube show, you know, like that an influencer does. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I lose all those references. But I, that's I don't become aware of them until they do something wrong. Like I had <laughs> no awareness of Logan Paul until oh, yeah. his recent controversy. And you know then what's I was weird? Like, oh I'm kinda glad I missed this guy yeah. so far. <laughs> I didn't know about him until a week before that controversy because he was on Top Chef. Oh, as like being annoying, and he was being annoying. I, was like, I mean, that's oh, kind of his brand. This is a YouTube guy. That's why I don't watch YouTube. And then the next week, he was like, you know, offending Asia to, as a whole. <laughs> as a whole, <laughs> to bring people up to speed, if they don't know, this is a YouTube influencer who just kind of does pranks and man on the street stuff. He has a huge fifteen million subscribers 15 to his channel. Million. So That's he's, like half of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's making millions a year and he went to this uh this uh forest 
that's famous uh, for suicide for suicide to supposedly like look for ghosts or something, you know? Yeah. Just then, a real, you know, grown up thing to do. And then they came up upon a body of somebody that committed suicide. And like, he tried to make it seem like it was some teachable moment or something, yeah. but then he incorporated some, he added some jokes and did post the video blog of it. And then people went crazy right. and they've since now rightfully so. And they've since gone through like all his stuff and it's all, problematic and offensive. Yeah. And mm, of course. I knew him because he was a Vine star and then he got, uh, he had tons of followers and he would do this very specific thing on Vine. And then, uh, he got hired by the tobacco company to do a commercial. And I thought like, Oh, what is this guy's commercial going to do? <laughs> and it just, it looked like just a shitty Vine. I was like, well, you get what you pay for, I wow. guess. You know? Or yeah. not what you pay for. You get what you hired. You know, yes. it's like I did like this stupid Vine thing for that commercial. Ugh. Anyway, we can move on. Yeah. So uh, I mean, we get it. We we know what your resume is, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so Wangert, we like to get to know our guests by uh, what your approach to fitness was, how it started for you. Um, a good way in is sports. Like if you played sports as a kid, if you didn't where you grew up. Yeah, I did Let's start from the beginning. I played uh, soccer as a kid, but I never really liked it. I never got graduated out of inter- intramural. Yeah. Uh, you did like intramural and then you got to do traveling team. Where? So where was this? Uh, outside Delaware, of Philadelphia. Right? Yeah. Oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So basically Phil- Delaware. <laughs> it's all that place. <laughs> there are a couple states. It's like, that's all the same place. Okay. And so that, so the, the situation over there was, there was, it's kind of like, uh, depending on your skill level or whatever you would. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't based on age. Like you would start everybody in a certain age group would start at intramural. And then after you, you know, acquired some skills and learned how to play the game, you would get graduated to traveling team. And I like really pushed it. I was like two years past where age wise I should be on the traveling team. So my last year I did soccer. I was just like towering over a lot of the other kids because <laughs> I was just older, but I was still just bad at soccer. And I think I have like low level, like attention deficit thing. So I would just like zone out. So were you not I, into soccer? <laughs> didn't like it. Okay. I, they were like, my parents were like, do you want to play a sport? And I like have always been a people pleaser. So I was like, yes, I do want to play a sport. I didn't, I never did. Oh, wow. And I, I remember when I stopped, I finally went to my dad and I was like, I don't really like soccer. And he was like, oh, he was like, why are you doing it? I was like, I thought you liked oh, like man. coaching it and stuff. And he was like, not really. Yeah. Like, I'm doing a, this for you. It's been a fucking nightmare for me, Joe. <laughs> yeah. That's a, yeah. I, and hearing that, honestly, I'm thinking of like Quincy now. And I, I want to make sure that I'm getting that. In He's his too brain. young to play soccer, man. Yeah, I, know. I know you're fighting to get him out <laughs> no, there. No, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to get that in his brain that whatever it's just he weird wants that you're to running do. and Listen, using, making his little foot kick the ball and stuff. No, 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 I'm not doing anything with his feet yet. I'm just, I'm training his forehead. Cause you know, that's where the accidents <laughs> is like, you know, making sure that you head the ball down to your own feet so you can score anyways. And, and I've been kicking the shit out of his shins <laughs> just so he doesn't have to wear shin pads and he can do Muay Thai. Um, well, all that sounds weird, but, uh, but it does make me go like, like, oh, I got to make sure that as he's getting older, this little dude, that he keeps doing the thing that he wants to do because like it sucks to like I'm taking him to a bunch of things like music class and little gym. He is going to a gym class and I'm like, does he want to even do all this stuff? Well, I think with as young as he is, you kind of just have to expose them to everything. Yeah, but and the then dude only start- wants a spatula at this point. Let's be honest. <laughs> 
Give me a cooking class. I talked to, I have a friend who's also from like the Philly, Jersey area. And there is just something where you grow up in that area where like nobody's doing what they want to do. Everybody's <laughs> just doing stuff. You just like, somebody told me to be here. I'm doing this. I'm yeah. supposed to be doing it. Uh. So it's like, just like a conversation that like, I feel like here, like we're all people that like chose to live in California. Like we're yeah. going to have different conversations with our kids. I'm going to ask my kid, what do you want to do? Sure. But it just like never occurred to my parents. Right. Cause everybody it's, just kind of, I, mean, I think it even, was also the time. Even like Rocky was a debt collector, but he just wanted to box. Oh, I forgot that he was a debt collector. Yeah. Was he really? Yeah. 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 Man. He hated it. He was too nice to the people. And, then, and so that, like, you know, he, he hated that, but he loved boxing. Wait, he had the same job as the dad in The Incredibles? <laughs> no, he wasn't an insurance. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, guy. Insur- no, yeah. he was like a muscle, right? Yeah, he was like muscle. intimidating. Uh, yeah. yeah, for the mob. So people that had, like, weren't making good on their loans, he'd go it. out and he's supposed to break their legs and stuff, but he never did it. Oh, what a good I guy. love that movie, as I think I, like, am, you just have to if you, like, grow up in the Philly area, but it's a <laughs> yeah. very, like, slow movie. Yeah. I, for- I watched it a cu- after Creed came out because I went with my wife to see Creed. She had never seen any of the Rocky None movies. of them? None of them. Wow. And then we well, she's Canadian too. <laughs> yeah, they don't, to they're not allowed, not allowed to watch them. They're not allowed to watch them. They don't show up on their Canadian Netflix. <laughs> we visited Philly like a couple of months after we saw the movie and we were taking the train to my parents' house and you go past the art museum and she was like, it's the statue from Creed. And I'm like, you're the only person in this city that's ever said that. <laughs> or... Yeah, or she's like a millennial. Yeah, yeah, who doesn't know that there were other ones before that? Gen Z, like I'm a Gen Z, Generation Z. No, (laughs) that's the that's younger than the millennials. Um, Is it really? Yeah, right. Generation Z. Yeah, I can't wait to know what they're gonna go to after that. Generation Z. No, generation. That's like a comic book about zombies, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. My mistake. (laughs) Generation Z. Young zombies, yeah, young hip it, zombies, sexy zombies, sexy zombies. That was the that was the Twilight thing. Their 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 brave take on vampires is making them sexy. <laughs> <laughs> really, you want to make them middle aged like yeah. my mom's friends? They glitter. <laughs> they have they shine a little. Yeah, bit. they shine. Yeah, yeah, sexy vampires. Here's our brave take. They're gonna be hot and sexy. <laughs> wow, that's surprising. Wow, brave. Um, so yeah, the, the first Rocky though, very tragic. You feel so mm-hmm. bad from, you feel bad for Adrian. Yeah. You feel bad. I mean, it's, oh, it's very bleak. Yeah. 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 And he loses at the end. Yeah. It's dark. But- if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert on the <laughs> Dumbbells podcast. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you're playing, you're so banging you're playing away soccer. and then, so you give it up finally. And then what, so what do you find next? I mean, I really got into, I took like guitar lessons in middle school. So I was like into that. Oh, okay. I was into comic books and stuff. I don't really. I have a guitar still, but I very rarely pick it up. So, uh, so do you do, so by middle school and high school, are you doing any sports? <laughs> no sports. I did at some point in high school was like, I should get in shape. And my version of fitness was, I had, this is so embarrassing, I had bricks. We had bricks in my backyard, and I would go out and, like, lift the bricks, oh, like, weights. That's badass, dude. That's and badass, then dude. I would go to, like, the like the high school, like, the, the track at my high school, and I would run laps around there. But I would do with it your in. Bri- with the bricks in your hand? No, 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 uh, no. These are separate things. Got it. But I would do, uh, I would run, but I would run in uh, Converse All-Stars, like Chuck. 
Converse. Chuck Taylors. Taylors. You're fucking Bad cool. running shoes. Yeah. Bad running, but cool stuff. Yeah. You're, bang, you're <laughs> doing like hitting weights with like found objects <laughs> and then like <laughs> running in old school shoes yeah. and shit. If you it's had hard. a backpack full of bricks and you were laying them down on the track, <laughs> that would be kind of neat too. That would be very neat. And all of a sudden they'd have like a street. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, who the fuck paved the track? <laughs> <laughs> it was like perfect all weather material, and now we have to do, like some masoner came in here. And <laughs> it's not well done. Yeah, no, it's not. it just looked like he flopped them down. Yeah, there's no mortar. There's nothing holding them. Together. Yeah, right. Um, so, so you're doing that in high school. How long does that last for? Oh, not long. I would like over like the summer. Every summer, I would like have this desire to like transform myself in some ways in high school, like. So there was one year also where I was like, I'm going to learn how to play piano, but I'm going to like teach myself how to play piano. (laughs) Can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) It was always like with the goal of like next year, I'll come back and I'll be a different person. Everybody will be like, look at piano guy or look at uh, a strong guy. Reinvent yourself every, (laughs) every uh, self-taught. Why high school? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And like that again goes to like the lack of communication in that in my family in particular, where like if I would have said, hey, I want to take piano lessons, I'm sure my parents would have been like, great. But I was like, no, I must secretly learn how to play <laughs> where piano. Do you have a piano in your house? I had a up? Casio keyboard and I would like buy, because I had like music books from my violin. I knew the notes and stuff. Got it. Okay, but that's a little better. That'll teach you how to do like one finger. Oh my gosh, right. so funny. You got to find that home row like Mavis Beacon. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so this is all through high school that you're, you're just, a piano teacher, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you're like trying to reinvent yourself every summer. Yeah. It lasted pretty much from like seventh grade until like, I would say like senior year was when I finally was like, this is who I am and I'm kind of okay. With senior year of high school. Yeah. Uh-huh. What kind of food? So you're in Philly. Uh, fam- all manner of bread. All Everything manner of bread. Everything is bread yeah. based. Okay. Uh, so tons of carbs and stuff. Tons of carbs. Was your family steaks and shit? Your mm-hmm. family were you guys uh, healthy, like mindful eaters or anything, or just kind of eating for the family? No, it was like clean plate club. Got it. And Classic. Italian, like huge portions, way more than you need to eat. So uh-huh. like a way that you show your grandmother, or your mother, love is like you're going to eat multiple plates of food, sure. of pasta yeah. or whatever. Uh, Sunday mornings, like a big breakfast of like all breakfast meats. And so it would be like bacon and sausage, but then also uh, like weird ones that we have in the Philly area, like pork roll, which is kind Uh of like a Canadian bacon. Scrapple, is that? And scrapple, yeah. yeah. And scrapple is like a square. It's basically like square sausage that's just like, it's very mushy. It's kind of like like liverwurst. Yeah, it's It's like a It's really gross. It's gross? It's, I mean- occasionally I'll have a craving for it and when it's like, I'm back home and I can have like a bite. It's but like then pan it's, fried. Yes. Yeah. Trish. You want to um, get it crispy, right? Yeah. Oh, Trish, yeah, yeah. Trish uh, is you from don't that wanna, same. It's going to, even crispy, it's going to be soggy. It's crispy <laughs> yeah. on the outside, soggy, soft in indeterminate the mush on Trish, the inside. Trish uh, is from that area too. And when we first started dating, we went to the Philly area um, to where she was from. And she was like, oh, my dad used to love Scrapple. So I'm going to order Scrapple. You might hate it. And I was like, okay, cool. But it's like, I'm like, oh, you don't know me that well. Like, this is like 
tasty Filipino food. Like, <laughs> so I was like, before she was like, I don't know, it might be gross. I was like, I'm done with it. Yeah. I finished yours. Yeah. You're like, I brush my teeth with spam. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I just ate, two, I just ordered another round for us. It's a horrible name. It's like, what the fuck is this scrap? I love that name. I like name it. My, Sounds name, like crap. It, it's a very honest name yeah. because Scrapple. it is the scraps yeah. that they've just like mushed together into Ooh, a paste. Daddy. What else you got? Tasty cakes out there, right? Is mm-hmm. that a Philly thing? Yep. Soft pretzels was a common treat. Oh and yeah, those are good. Did you eat all this stuff? Are you were you a, a big eater or did you were you always pretty You're a thin guy. Have you been thin your whole life? I've I've never gotten super chunky, but I've always had like a very good appetite. And yeah. it was like uh, kind of a point of pride in my family yeah. too. Like my parents would yeah, like Joe's tell- a, Joe's are going to eat the, he's going to eat his plate and your plate because he loves his grandma. <laughs> we made like- Does that sound like We home? had like, we would have taco night once in a while and it would be like hard shell, like Ortega taco mixed right, tacos. Yeah, totally. And I had like 12 tacos <laughs> at one meeting. You, you know, when you're like a teenage boy and you could just eat yeah. endlessly. And my mom talked about that for years <laughs> as a point of pride. Yeah. yeah. She brought up that. She brought that up to me at the wedding. <laughs> uh, Joe, he he's gonna eat the Ortega tacos. Uh, <laughs> I like that you've given my parents like a cartoonish Italian. Yeah, yeah that's how they talk. Uh, I've, I've spoken to both your parents. You, talk, you, you spoke to them straight from Italy to Philly. Yeah. That's the pre-interview. Yeah, we yeah. did a, we pre did a pre-interview. Yeah, they had a lot to say about uh, whether or not you actually enjoyed soccer or not. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't, your dad yeah, confirmed that confirmed. you didn't. <laughs> uh, so, um, so, so at what point, so you get into, you go to college, mm-hmm. um, and, and you go to university of Delaware. Yes. Yes. Did you, did you catch a fitness bug there or were you kind of just trying stuff every once in a while? I didn't do anything, any physical fitness of any type in college. Like, I just didn't have any friends that were into it. I had a couple of buddies that were like, uh, that would play basketball and they were um, like assistant coaches for the basketball team. But I never, I I only picked up the like, oh, I get to go to the basketball parties sometimes or I'll go to like the games, but none of the like. I thought you were calling the games basketball parties. (laughs) (laughs) You know the big parties they have where it's like one side wears one color, the other side wears the other color. The games? It's like a dance. It's a game. Oh yeah, I guess they play a game. Yeah, Yeah, I guess during the party there is a game, but it's like mostly popcorn and I don't know how you get in the game part of it because (laughs) I'm always just in the watching part of the party. Uh, But it's a fun party. Um, So then that's four years of watching basketball tops mm-hmm. and then you move to new york mm-hmm. and any fitness bug there i mean the the thing uh, the i've heard multiple guests on the show talk about this of like when you live in new york you just have to do so much walking around yeah that you kind of end up getting a li- like that was like i was in good shape for a little while sure just because you're forced to move around so yeah much. you're walking 20 you're walking, I'm walking 20 here <laughs> <laughs> you're walking at least a couple of miles a day yeah yeah not trying to not not trying to be fit at all. Yeah. Plus, and you've got the Statue of Liberty. You've got bodegas. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You have uh-huh. you have things to look at. Is that what you mean? <laughs> I'm or just you... trying to think of New York specific. Oh, got you it. can't anyway. get through a bodega without doing some box jumps. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's, and, yeah, yeah. Very East Coast. Bodega thing. box jumps. Whoa. That's a sound effect. It is a sound effect. It's happening um, only 23 minutes in this yeah, time. Yeah, we're cagey. 
We're, we're going we're gonna to keep you guessing. You know, because um, uh, that sound effect is our five-star motivational marker. Why did that happen? Well, because, A, we're in mid-conversation and it felt weird. <laughs> and, B, because it's a new year. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we're inspiring you to keep up with your New Year's resolutions or your fitness journeys that you're on. Maybe you started... When we were talking about it in December, when we were like, hey, start your journey now. Yeah. You don't have to wait until 2018. Um, And, uh, you know, we get it. There's times where you need to get motivated. Like right now, we're we're in the purge in L.A. It's one of the two days that it rains and everybody doesn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So they're like basically (laughs) killing each other out there. Fortunately, uh, we have like all these torched like hillsides yeah. that are now causing mudslides. Mud yeah. So, so, you know, we're in a good place. Yeah. Um, Punished by God? Yeah. Uh, no. But, um, yeah, so basically uh, we take this moment to uh, give some uh, motivation to those um, who gave us five stars on iTunes uh, and rated and reviewed us there, and um, and we're giving them some love back. Also, Maybe this is an opportunity for you to start exercising if you've been listening to this for about 20 minutes. Yeah, we don't demand that you exercise, but we we playfully encourage you to. Yeah, how playful? <laughs> how playful I feel is like that? this whole show is pretty playful. Yeah, so when we the watch- bad accent They're for both week. asking you to do this looking over their shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have like, they're kind of holding one finger up to their lips. Yeah, and a dog very is- very coy. And a dog is pulling away my diaper and you can see a little <laughs> bit of my butt. <laughs> so, if you, it's basically me on that copper tone yeah. thing. Yeah, but yeah. Um, that bottle that pedophiles love. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's us. Um, and, <laughs> and we want you to exercise. We want you to exercise. But we also want you to be a little titillated by us. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, this is um, uh, somebody who has rate and reviewed us on iTunes. All three of us are just going to give you um, some custom motivation. So I'll start. Jade Alien. Stay in the moon. Reach for those stars as you keep on exercising. Nice. Cool. You want to? I'll do it next one. Yeah, I'll do it. Jade Alien. We got the Warchowski sisters movie and the Ridley Scott classic Jade and Alien. And you're a classic, so keep exercising. Nice. Ready? Mm-hmm. Jade Alien. If this isn't enough motivation for you, I don't know what to tell you. It's going to be different names. We're we're doing it. We want to we want to uh, each person to get a shot from each of us. Yeah, to, you know, oh, like I, the like, per- that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, we, because we you know we don't want to miss out on the gems that um <laughs> that our guest is going to give. Yeah. Very passive aggressive one for me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but you know what? That's true though. Hey, what else do you need? What else do you? You're need? listening to a podcast that's been about fitness. Hopefully, you've been listening to it for a while. You love you love it enough that you rated us and reviewed us five stars on iTunes. Yeah, like, so why that, not? Yeah, so that helps us. So we'll help you. That helps us climb the iTunes chart. There's some kind of metric that nobody understands to where if you get rated and reviewed, you I don't know, climb the charts or something. Yeah. So people have been doing it for us, and it's great. We love to hear from you. Yeah. And if you do it, we will we'll find your iTunes hand and we'll give you a custom piece of motivation. Yeah. Uh, and so will our guest uh, to keep you guys on track. But we'll see. You know, it's, uh, it is a new year 
And we might do some different things with your iTunes handle. If you rate and review us on iTunes, we might um, give you motivation like we just did and we, like we've been doing for the last we've year. We've got stuff planned. Yeah, we could name. T-shirt give, giveaways. We can give. We giveaways. Can randomly give away a T-shirt. <laughs> or we can randomly like name a workout for you that we're doing for that right. month we or may, that week. We may use your name as the uh, as the name of our new challenge yeah. that we're doing. So Who knows? So please keep rating and reviewing us. Also, if you are, if you happen to be exercising because we are looking over our shoulder naked with a little <laughs> bit of our butt showing and you go, I want to do something, there's no way we would know that you're exercising unless... You send a pic. Yeah. Picks or didn't happen. Hashtag, we need the proof. Hashtag picks or didn't happen. We will re-tweet uh, <laughs> it or re-Instagram it with pic proof. Uh, that was that whole thing was flub filled. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I could barely get a word out. Anyways, let's get back to Joe. Yeah, Joe. Um, so, so now you're now in great we're in New York, transverse and and the NY. Yeah. You're in Checking NYC. Out bodegas, trying to find the real Rays. Where is it? What street is it on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. Yeah. The original. You don't know where the original Rays no, is. Everybody yeah. says they're Rays. Everybody they're says they're Rays. Yeah. I don't know where the original I never solved that mystery. I don't think, yeah. Do you, you, Eugene, no, you don't know? No. I Shit. left. If you don't get it within a couple of years, they make you leave. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's yeah. why you have to leave. So you got deported? You either you have to either leave or you have to go play basketball in West Third. And if you <laughs> win a game there, then you get to stick around for another six mm-hmm. months. What about if you play some speed chess or something? Can that oh, do yeah, anything yeah. for speed you? Speed chess will work too. Okay. What about if you can take the subway to the airport? That's a big deal. <laughs> that is a big deal. I forced myself to do that. Well, it was I did, the easiest I've done thing. That. Yeah. It's very, it's more time consuming, but I felt so smug. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like I'm winning. It's yeah. a dollar as opposed to the $94 cab ride. <laughs> it also, it also feels like I do it every time I visit New York and come back from New York. And I don't know why, but it makes it feel like, oh, I still live here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can do this. I know how to do this. And if you're doing it with somebody who's not from New York, it does seem very impressive. Yeah, it does. Because when you don't do that, you feel like the dad in Batman that gets his family killed or whatever, right? <laughs> At the very beginning, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got the... You, you got feel the, like you just... Put the map away, you know, that guy, you know. Just, yeah. Anyway. I mean, yeah, I would hate to be the dad from Batman. Yeah. yeah. Just, the dad that... Not, not Bruce Wayne's dad, just the random dad that's kind oh. of the Bruce Wayne allegory. Oh, I was going to say I would hate to just be Bruce Wayne's dad. Either really? one of those guys. Yeah. Not they both great. get killed, right? Yeah, everybody dies. Yeah. Sad. Batman. Hey, we hate to spoil Batman and Rocky for you guys, but uh, if you haven't seen them. Yeah, you you've, uh, you've had your chance. So wait, so now fitness-wise, food-wise, you're just kind of living your life. Joe, is there ever a point in your life that you go, hey, exercise is a thing I want to do or a priority or thing that I have to do? Like where, when does that happen? My, I think it was my second apartment in New York. I lived in Brooklyn and I lived, um, in a pretty bad apartment right off the JMZ line. And it was across the street from a Chinese food restaurant and, uh, one block away from a 24 hour McDonald's. And (laughs) I was like at my most busy in New York. So I was just only eating Chinese food and McDonald's and the 20, the McDonald's became drive through only at a certain point. And I remember one time 
walking through the drive-thru late at night and being like, will you give me McDonald's <laughs> on foot? And they were like, you got to be in a car. And like getting into an argument with them of like, come on, give it give it to me though. I want it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but so I ate really, really poorly for a year there. And that's when I started to like feel really terrible and gain weight and stuff. So from that point, I like tried to f- get into a fitness regiment and I like joined a gym. I think I belonged to New York sports club. Yep. Yeah. And that ended up being just like a waste of money because I hardly ever went and it became, you know, doing every, almost anything in New York is like such an, there's extra schlepping involved with like, right. well, I mean, you carry everything for your day yes. in a bag. And if that also includes gym clothes, it's a, it's rugged. I just wouldn't, I just couldn't find the time to do it. Yeah. So it wasn't really until I moved out here that I tried to like, I was like, now I live in beautiful California and California will be my gym. And I got really into like running and like hiking and doing stuff like that. Okay. That's great. So it was here that you started exercising period. Really? Yeah. Um, And it started with hiking first or running first or? Kind of both of those things at the same time, like hikes were like uh, such a like important social activity. I feel like when I first yeah. moved out here, it was like a really great way to like hang out and catch up with people. It's weird that no, it's not as big of, it doesn't feel like as big of a thing now. No, Maybe it's it just really not that felt way like from- first year or two of me, like uh, living here, that was like the main yeah, thing I did. It, it felt used like to be hot. It used to be hot. It felt yeah. like everybody in LA that was already living here was like the way they introduced LA to you was like, Hey, why why don't we go on a hike? And it's like, Oh cool. Yeah. I guess you can do that anytime. Well, and I lived in Los Feliz and it was like so easy for me to like walk up to that, you know, the Griffith park trail just felt like it was like right there. Um, so I did a lot of that and then I got into running and like, again, like a social thing, like I would run five K's with friends. Oh, right. We did the, the Chinatown one. mm -hmm. That one's rough. That one's like, yeah, it's really, it's really, really steep hill. yeah. Yeah. Uh, who won? Uh, Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you expect, uh, Jake? Right? Isn't that from the movie Chinatown? Anyway. Forget about it, I yeah. think. It, well, I said it like very forget about it, but I think he says forget about it. It's Chinatown. Yeah, that's, that's right. Line, right. Yeah. Uh, Something like that. I don't know. It's famous uh, Robert Towns. Yeah. Chinatown. Well, I'm glad we're all into it. Um, <laughs> so then running and then uh, you move on from there. That made me do a half marathon and a half marathon. You, you did that in Las Vegas. For. Yes. Yes. I uh, famously got beat exercise. by our mutual friend, Susanna Beckett, who was pregnant at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. None of us knew she was pregnant, but yeah, I we remember known yet. after she then told us, she did make yeah. a point to let me know that yeah. she had done better uh, than be in that race. Two sets of feet or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> she was like, and you she thought was, the baby was running in there, <laughs> yeah. propelling her forward? Yeah. Like a hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a hamster wheel inside I'm, of her belly. I'm not sure the exact. Uh, science of that, but I think that that tracks. That's her scientific. son is very active. I would imagine that Calvin was in there, like, yeah, moving, moving around. Yeah, yeah. the dad's a, a runner, right? Yeah, yeah, cool is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was. She was. She was. Um, she was being controlled by her son like a Jaeger in, yeah. fucking, <laughs> in fucking Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah. Or a uh, uh, inner space yes. for a more modern uh, reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sussy was just an exoskeleton to that baby. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yes, so you ran, you, you trained for a half marathon. Mm-hmm. And did you do like a couch to marathon type app? Or do you yes. remember? Yes. 
Yeah, I started doing. It's the same one I do, and I do it so often that now run I was, it was, or run yes, keto. Or I think it was how to get beat by a fetus. Or <laughs> hey, Stanger! Happy New Year, buddy! Hey, Happy New Year! You know, for your resolution, you always want to make sure that you're you're going to the gym, but you're also taking your vitamins and supplements, right? Yeah, I feel like people listening to this want to get healthy, that's got to be a New Year's resolution. It should be for everybody. Yeah. You can it always improve a little bit. Should be, yeah. Uh, vitamins, though. How, Vit- can we, how can we help them with vitamins? Well, hey, you've heard this on this podcast before, and in the new year, we say take advantage of it. Yeah. But care of. Mm-hmm. Care of. Um, takecareof.com. Uh, this is a new uh, kind of vitamin company that makes... Uh, life easier and healthier for you because they have vitamin packs. Yeah. This is, this is where like the internet and technology and all that stuff kind of comes together because you don't even have to leave your home. People will write us all the time and they want to know what kind of vitamins they should take. Yeah. And, uh, even though we would love to like reach out to each of you individually, it's hard. The weird (laughs) thing is this website does it. Yeah. You take this quick quiz. It doesn't take long at all. No. And the quiz is actually good for right now because it's, it asks you like your health goals and your height and weight and what you want to do and what you're trying to get after. And then based on that, they give you a recommendation as to the vitamins that you should take. Yeah. And the supplements that you could take. And then they send them to you. And it, you know, and you can feel energized and you can stay focused and you don't have to worry about what you're going to take every day because they're an individual daily pack. Yeah. No, we, <laughs> I've had it where like I've taken all my vitamins and then forgotten if I did or not. Right. And you know, I would say conservatively, I've probably taken my own set of vitamins 50 times in one day. Yeah. There's conservatively. Been, there's been if, times where I have taken vitamins and then the day will go through and then I'll take the vitamins again. And then because I, I think there's a lot of B vitamin in there, my pee is like basically like it's a, a you know. highlighter. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I yeah. think I overdosed. Yeah. That, this is my pee is glowing. Yeah. I definitely, my pee is glowing. Yeah. I can't do it. But, but that's why care of is awesome. Yeah, that's why it's cost. So yeah, check it out. Yeah. Um, you do it. It only takes minutes to get um, your personalized pack after you take the quiz. Um, and uh, we just want you to know that, like, we're not saying that, hey, it's going to be, like, the most expensive thing in the world. In fact, it's going to be cheaper than if you just go to a health food store, walk through those smelly places, and try to get these right ones. Yeah, some dirty hippie is going to oversell you on something. Yeah. You won't have that with care of. No, you'll get exactly what you need. Uh, it's like having a one-on-one nutritionist uh, without even leaving your house. All right, so what should people should do? Oh, what should people should do? I'll tell you exactly <laughs> what should people should do. Um, go to takecareof.com, okay, and put in the, co- the promo code... Dumbbells, D-U-M-B-B-E-L-L-S. And guess what you get? You get a small savings? No, bro. 50% off your first month's order. Five zero. That's Five zero. significant. That's half. That's half off. That's half. Uh, if you like one slash two, cool. <laughs> if you like five zero and then that percentage side next to it, however you take however it. However you say half. You're going to get the first month. I like a little half a pie. Half thing. a pie. Yeah. Yeah. Half a pie thing. Yeah. Uh, dumbbells is the promo code. Um, go to takecareof.com and you'll get 50% off that first order. Come on. 2018, take care of yourself. Boom. 
I did run tastic, and then uh, my friend Meg, who was also running the race, who had done half marathons and marathons, did a little bit of training for me and Susanna actually. Got it. So, and her training was like really hard. It was oh, actually Meg, uh, Meg Morrow, right? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, we did it too for another half, like for some kind of run that we did together. That she was training with you too. Yeah. Yeah. A little Italy cool. run or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only do littles. Yeah. Chinatown, the Italy. Yeah. Uh, Koreatown. Mm-hmm. Koreatown run. Um, okay. So then you did that um, training. You ran that 5K. I mean, you ran that half marathon in well, Vegas. What, what did I her think, training entail? I, it, it was uh, sometimes working on pace. Sometimes like we're going to do a longer run today. And, okay. you know, like we're going to run a pretty steep tra- trail. So it's not as long as the half marathon, but we're going to. So you overshot the distance and then did some like incline variations. Exactly. And, that's yeah. cool. And I tried to, the app would, would give me things to do. So it's like once a week now, it's like they're having you run a little bit further. And by doing that, I I never really experienced like the runner's high or anything prior to that point. Cause I was just, I have a slow pace. I was beaten by a pregnant woman. I'm like kind of <laughs> just like trotting around out there. Yeah. I've seen and Joe running. He does run as though he just woke up. It is very like, and, and like hot, my wife heard me coming up the driveway once with her friend. And it is like, I am like plodding along. <laughs> and oftentimes you'll find that if you have to get somewhere faster during a run, you'll just walk to increase your pace. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I want to like really savor a beautiful, like a uh, Vista or something, I'll start running. Start running. <laughs> That's why you're really taking it. <laughs> Uh, but that training just like do I found that like, oh, if I run a greater distance, like I start feel like the endorphins or whatever kick in, I would feel better. And then sometimes it was like having you like specifically work on pace and that, that just kind of got me hooked to like the good feeling of exercise. And I feel like since then I have been kind of consistently exercising every day. That's <clears throat> so this is a touchy subject for people because uh, people that are at a good place with exercise We'll talk about like the the good feeling that it brings them. Yeah, and if you if you haven't gotten there yet, it's hard to understand that. It really because is because like e- exercise can increase your misery index a lot, and it, it's this weird thing to where all of a sudden like you'll you'll cross some threshold mm-hmm. and then it'll bring you some some positive feelings and it's yeah. it's chemicals, it's hormonal, it's all these things, but you have to make it there. And I don't know what else to say. I mean, and it's different for everybody to get there. It's different That's for everybody the thing. to it's get there. It's not like we can just go like, oh, at 18 minutes, you're going to hit this point where you're like, oh my gosh, this is a positive thing rather than a negative it's, thing. And it's very gradual. You almost yeah. don't even know. And then I've had it to where like I've gotten in shape and then I've gotten out of shape. Mm-hmm. And then I only remember the good workouts I had. So then when I'm coming back, I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. This I'll never get back to where I was before. Like this sucks, you yeah. know? That's and then what, eventually you do. That's what really made me notice it more than anything. Cause like after that half, I was like, well now I'm going to like chill out and take a break and at that, uh, the bad feeling I had with the absence of it in my life really kind of made me realize and appreciate it. how it was making me feel yeah. good yeah. before. Yeah, you have to kind of feel, experience both to know, right. and then side by side to kind of get that. I was um, at, I was in Las Vegas cheering you on mm-hmm. for that yes. half marathon, and um, they start on the strip, and then they disappear, and then they come back after the half. <laughs> so then and. I guess we should have known that. Like, we've never like really watched the half marathon, but me and Trish were there 
and Holly and our friend Katie, a bunch of us were there. So then they take off and we're like, well, uh, it's not like they come around a loop again. We'll see them at the end. So then we got hammered. <laughs> I don't think I have gotten that drunk since then. And it was also like my wife who doesn't smoke. I came back. She was hammered. She's smoking cigarettes. Like, oh, yeah, like, we were a mess. Yeah. It was it was and it was just like the other three of us, like in our workout clothes. Yeah. Still. It was Tired, like the most opposite. Ran. I mean, Sussy had a baby in her <laughs> yeah. and they were like, oh, meet us at dinner. We're like, we'll get there. We're like still paying our check and having drinks. We're yeah, like, you oh, guys God. are gambling. Gambling hookers, cocaine. Yeah, we were gambling smoking. hookers away. <laughs> uh, I would buy a hooker and then sell her. Um, it's a well, it's a very bizarre place to do something so like um, health focused because yeah, it's right. just like not ever what I associate. No, it's so much with. excess like food and I mean yeah. all these vices like yeah. you name it. Yeah, that's, um, <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, so we were there to support. But how how is the actual run? Is it? It's really great. It starts at nighttime because you know you're like in the desert. Sure. So it's <clears throat> it, and it's like in November, so it's not a super hot time. Wait, of have the you year. done it again? No, no. You just did it once. I I was gonna do it this past year, right. but then um, for whatever reason the the plan sort of fell apart. Um, but yeah, it's like cool. It's very. I find the biggest challenge with running sometimes is like it'll get boring, especially if you're doing like the same yeah. uh, trail or or uh, uh, route over and over again. So this was great because I never have just like started from one end of the Las Vegas Strip and gone all the way to the bot to the end. Yeah, and and if I do, usually I'm like drunk. So right. this was like me really taking it all in. Uh, so for that reason, it's like really cool. That is, like yeah, because there's so much run. to look at there. Absolutely, you know, like kind of people watch, and yeah, that's 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 cool. It's also it's billed as like the rock and roll marathon. So they did. I don't remember who the band was there. It might have been like Kid Rock or somebody. Whoa! But at the beginning, it was like Kid Rock was playing, and then as you went along, they had like local Las Vegas like shitty bands and like cover bands <laughs> playing, and I felt so bad because it must be a big deal for those bands. But I'm like, I'm not listening. I have my headphones, and I'm like. <laughs> listening yeah. to my own music. <laughs> listen to your cover of a Danzig song. <laughs> Mother, hey, we got the runners out there. <laughs> Just keep redoing that song. It's like, hey, Dale, you got to stop talking to the crowd in the middle of the chorus. Like, you got to do it pre-song or post-song. I'm not going to pretend like they're not here. <laughs> Some of the people that really want to hear us might be happening mid-song. Yeah. I got to address them. Um, so, but then that brings on a fitness um, focus for you, right? Yeah. And uh, so then what do you do uh, to continue? After that half marathon, what, what kind of exercise are you focused in on? I was feeling pretty good about running, but I was kind of getting a little bored of just doing that every day. And I was also like, it's probably, it would be healthier if I tried to, incorporate other sorts of exercises and uh you were doing crossfit at the time actually mm -hmm. and i had talked to you about it and i was like i'm gonna try that and i signed up for that and i really liked it i still do it um and i just really like the i need like the structure mm -hmm. and i need somebody telling me exactly what to do i don't have like good body awareness like i have a hard time like when they tell me to do something with my body i need 
them to repeat it multiple times. Right. Um, and I feel like CrossFit is good for like the instructors at this place I go to are pretty good at like rephrasing things. Um, and they're very focused on like form and stuff. So I like that aspect. Great. Of it. Yeah. yeah. That's the key. So now you've been doing that for how long now? Uh, probably couple a couple of years. Uh huh. Like at least once a week. I try to go more than that if I can. And you still run how often? Uh, I run pretty much every day. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then are you pretty nutrition, uh, like, uh, like focused? Cause you're not eating still like, uh, you know, Italian family meals. <laughs> so like, have you been, you know, like, do you have, are like you pretty ta- structured like in, in, in the way that you eat? Yeah. 12 tacos. I am. I like really kind of, I kind of gained a bunch of weight, um, and I didn't know exactly what was going on with it. So I tried to do a fitness app. I do that. And I have two guys that I worked with at new girl that did an app called lose it. Uh-huh. And, uh, apparently one of the guys used to be heavy, but I never knew him as being a heavier guy. Got it. And then my other friend, like I kind of like saw the transformation happen from like one season to the next season using this lose it app. Yeah. And it also is another thing that really speaks to like, I am like a very like schedule oriented person. I like to make lists and I'm like very like OCD about that sort of stuff. Very cool. And so it, the <laughs> cool, yeah, man. very cool. <laughs> cool I was bragging there. And, um, but when I started doing it, like I think there's something about this app that would turn a lot of people off of like, Oh, I have to like put in all my food and measure my food out. I love doing shit like that. <laughs> I don't know why. You have a scale my, at your house? One of my big presents this year was a scale. And I'm like, no joke, it's my favorite Sweet. Christmas present that I got this so year. Because like, now I'm like, now I can accurately measure out my olive oil popcorn so I can submit <laughs> nice. the accurate amount into my So you're app. doing like four ounces of food and then mm-hmm. like, you know, you're splitting your cocaine up. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, man. And then also- uh, but, but that app also helped. I did that and I also started cooking at home a lot more. And it just made me like redefine my idea of like portion size because I still yeah. had the oh yeah the Family way I style. grew up. Like yeah. clean your plate. And then also my wife is a petite woman. She doesn't eat a lot. So even if I was cooking for two people and I made the right amount of food for two people, she would like only eat half her food and then I'd be like, well, I'll finish her food and yeah. then there'd still be some in the pan. I'd be like, well, I'd eat that too. And sure. then I'm like eating two dinners every night. <laughs> was it weird that you're you- finding that 24 hour McDonald's, you know? Yeah. We got to solve all this. Is it weird to find out that your wife does just doesn't like your cooking? <laughs> you think that's what's going on? Here? I don't know. I don't Have know. Have you talked to her about I don't it? Know. I'm just saying. Right. She, she, left, seen- she left her plate full and there's stuff left in the pan. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden you're like, oh, there was stuff left in the pan? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's having your, like the end of the sixth sense, yeah. like <laughs> re- remembering every meal we've ever had, like her like gagging yeah. and spitting it into it. And a then there's no more food back in the pan. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you must have made it for four. <laughs> I did hear her on uh, a Doughboys episode. Oh yeah, she roasted my she, measuring. Yeah, where she like you had measured something for yourself that was part of your thing, and then she would want to share it with you, and you're like. No can do. <laughs> it's legitimately one of the few fights we've had in the first couple months of our marriage because my whole thing was like, I got a whole bag of chips. If I've measured out the chips, I'm going to eat those chips. But then she would come over and eat one of the measured chips. I was like, I'll give you the rest of the bag. Right. Uh, but then it became like a principal thing. Immediately she went to like, you wouldn't share a chip with me? And I'm like, no, that's not what's happening. Yeah. I'll give I, you all the chips in the world if Joe, you want them. Listen, I get it. Trish was on the last episode. 
I've had to deal with that for my whole life. <laughs> I don't know why I'm whispering, even though this is. <laughs> You're re- we're releasing this. I know, I know this is a release thing. She, she has. Trish is officially think that I'm just not fun anymore when it comes to food <laughs> because everything is regimented like that, and it just it does feel a little bit unfun when it's just like, okay, I've measured out this because I know I'm going to eat this, and she's just like, what is it for? Yeah. What, what are you training for something right now? It's like, oh, yeah, I am kind of, you know, like, and eventually, you know, it's fine. But yeah, that's the kind of stuff that makes it rough. <laughs> it's just like a weird thing once you get into the routine or the habit of something like that. Like there will be times where it's like, you know, for my birthday, like I had I went over and I didn't count calories and it was like fun for that day. But it, I don't like to get off of it more than that because now that I've been, I've been doing it for over a year. Oh, I was going to so ask you, how long have you been doing Over this? a year. And now when I don't do it and I just allow myself to just like eat a ton of food, I feel terrible afterwards. Yeah. So now it is like part of, I, I'm seeing it as like, I, I feel this other benefit to well, it. Well, your body has also gotten used to uh, performing well mm-hmm. with that calorie intake. Right. Um, we, we've talked about it a lot on the show, how um, everybody's different. So y- your wife is petite and in shape. She doesn't have to approach it the same way you do, which is fine. And whatever she's doing for herself works. And uh, like as, as human beings, our food environment has changed faster than we've evolved. Yeah. So you have like the calories around you all the time that you can access at any point. I mean, like, we can grab anything from uh, Stanger's house and eat it, and it's a calorie. Yeah. It's a calorie, right. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's like the- Grab those flowers. Hansel and, it's like Hansel and Gretel. The walls are made of gingerbread. Yeah, it's a witch's house. And, you, like, and this the, is holding up okay in the rainstorm? <laughs> yeah, it's holding up okay in the rainstorm. Purge. I mean, you got a couple of le- leaks, but- yeah. Uh, but and like Hansel won't say no to anything. He eats it all and he just holds a chicken bone out to fool the old lady. I'm like, you could not eat the food, Hansel. But he's like, no, nah, that's I how Hansel was raised. Yeah, that's how he was raised. But I mean, that's how it is for, for you. Like you have to count the calories. Otherwise it, it, you know, your system doesn't work. You can't maintain your weight or you don't feel healthy. And so I, you know, I think whatever people have to implement in their lives, yeah to address this new food environment that we're being faced with, you know, it's, it's going to be different for everybody. And that sometimes with spouses or relationships or with peer groups and friends that can be hard, you know, and it just, once people know the boundaries, yeah. And also I think, you know, you like that kind of structure, even with your food. Mm-hmm. So it lights nice, your brain up in a certain yeah. way. Well, and I, and it took me a while of like, there were times where, you know, if we're going to go out to eat and I'm like getting my phone out for like every course that comes out or something, or like we're out with other people, like I could get, she would be like, this is a little extreme, <laughs> but I've like done it for long enough now that I can like later on after I get home, I'll like, well, this is what I ate and I don't have to be like so precise about right. it. Right. But you do keep an eye on it. Now, has that helped you? Did you use the Lose It app? Yes, yeah. And you're still using it now? Mm-hmm. And is it now, are you, I'm assuming that the app is to help you lose weight. Mm-hmm. Does it also help you just to, like, are you trying to lose weight or are you just trying to maintain? You can do maintain also. at a certain And is that point. where yeah. you're at? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was kind of using my uh, wedding as, like, uh, something that I was working towards. And I had, like, a rough goal of, like, I'd like to lose, like, 30 pounds. And, uh, the app did help me do that. And so now I'm like, well, Wait, you I'd lost like 30 to, pounds. Yeah. Wow. You were 30. Oh man. There's a couple of 
pictures from like right from like a couple of months right before I started losing the app, using the app where you could really see it. Because when I gain weight, I do gain it right here in my face. In the jowls? Yes. Uh-huh. And there's like a picture from our friend's wedding, from Tim and Jessica's wedding, where I like let my hair get really long and I was at my heaviest. And we have a picture from that wedding in our house. And now every Oh, on time, your fridge. Yeah, every yes. time when I come home, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> That's I like, where I can really see it. I like that it's on his fridge too. So then like he doesn't open the fridge. It's actually, we've moved it now and it's like kind of in the living room. Like when I open the door to the house, it's like the fatter me is right there. (laughs) And there's a really, that was like a picture someone took of us at the wedding. But when we got sent the pictures from that wedding, you know, like the photographer takes pictures. I didn't appear in any pictures with Holly or with any other friends, there's one picture of me at the table and I'm sitting by myself and I'm frowning. <laughs> it was like, I don't know what inspired this photographer to take this picture of me, but it's so crazy. I'm just sitting there like, like I'm mad that they're getting married. <laughs> oh man. It's like, quit trying to get published. What are you trying to do? Yeah. Here? Right. Trying to win a Pulitzer, Jeez. right? Come on, for Christ's sake! Yeah, yeah, I do. I'll I'll pack it on in my face, and like, there's some like post holidays where I went crazy, and like I I joke with Eugene, like I look like an adult male orangutan, which is like the extra material <laughs> on my face, like a lollipop head or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Eh. I get I get thick all over real quick. Yeah, I just get more round. Yeah, it's all part of it. Yeah, um, but good. Um, well, that's that's amazing. Thirty pounds. Now, would you um, would you tell people that that app is like because there's a bunch of apps that are similar to that. Well, he said that it's just the level of precision involved yeah. and how much. The one thing I noticed, bookkeeping you have to do if you're really consistent with it. I do think it works. There were a couple of like I wouldn't call them flaws, but there were things that I noticed, which like you can input your exercise as well. So I would do that, but at the beginning. I didn't really realize, and I was like, well, if I go on a long run today, then that gives me all these extra calories I can eat. So at the end of the day, if I had extra calories, I'd be like, I'm going to have like a couple of beers and like a bag of chips. And it's like, if you do that at the end of the day, you're undoing everything, basically. So that would be the one um, uh, downside of this app is I think like if you are counting your exercise towards it, like you should still try to stay within like the prescribed calorie range for the day. Do you, um, does it, does it coach you on what kind of food to eat or is it more just the, that that's kind of the next thing I would like to get into because there, it does do that. Um, or at least it gives you the, um, I have the basic version of the app and it gives you the breakdown of like what types of foods you're eating. And that's kind of my goal for this year is to like in, uh, go beyond just calories and think about like, you know, your I'm macros. Eating, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what sorts of stuff I'm putting into my body. Yeah. Like your your fats versus your carbs versus Mm -hmm. your proteins. Yeah, yeah. Uh So it's probably set at a a base amount that was probably helpful for everybody that would use that app, which is probably roughly around, um, what is it, like 60, like 60, 30, 10, right? Like 60% carbohydrates. Sounds about right. Yeah, 30% protein, 10% fats is usually what like the general prescribed thing is. Um, that's kind of like the, the diet, you know, the uni- yeah. United States or like whatever sure. the governments, they're always pushing more carbs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because they're easier to, uh, purchase and consume. Yeah. And they're uh, also in bed with yeah. big wheat. 
probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know that dude, Big Weed, yeah, right? Yeah, Big Weed. <laughs> that motherfucker is. You thought Rocky was just like a soft guy? No, yeah, Big Weed is an asshole. Yeah. He comes around, he punches down your door. He's fucking the government in yeah. bed. You know? <laughs> That's what me. I meant by that. It's me, Big Weed. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so tweaking that to see what your to help with your performances yeah the next step i i like never looked at that part of the app until like months into it mm-hmm. and because and it was just like oh this is i think my levels are probably off for this so that would be like the next thing i would want to work on i think it's fun yeah yeah it's good and that i think you got a healthy approach with it i mean just going in there with a little bit of curiosity and and experimenting around that's the best way to you know learn your body and yeah uh, especially you know if you're doing if you're involving the performance component so you're looking like oh when i'm doing this how does it make me feel on my run you know running and exercise wise and am i able to make some gains you know doing my crossfit and the wads and all that stuff are the you know are those improving so yeah it'll it'll be i think you'll have a good time with that too yeah. especially considering how interested you are in and um you know like the day structures the structures yeah yeah great um well uh joe you want to help us answer a question um that somebody asked us on our email account ask the dumbbells at gmail.com yeah man that's our weighing in portion i Um, that's my son. <laughs> that's Stone Stanger. He, he did uh, an episode awesome. of the show. We asked him to improvise a song for Wayne. In, that's what he came that's up what with. He came up with. I'm weighing in like a dumbbell in the sky. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay. So this is coming to us from Kaylee. Hi, guys. I have some questions about setting up a workout routine and balancing all the activities I want to do. Uh, I've been real off and on with working out and eating healthy all throughout my 20s, 27 now, but I'm trying to make this change permanent. I've been on a Weight Watcher since August uh, 2017, and I've lost 20 pounds already. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, However, I'm really struggling to stick to a workout schedule. Here's what I have so far. Monday and Wednesday is a bar class. Friday is a yoga class. I usually do uh, go to other yoga or boot camp style classes a couple more times a week in addition to what's listed above. I would like to add in some weightlifting since that seems to be one of the keys to weight loss, but I'm not sure if it would be too much. Is doing gym stuff twice a week even effective? I also want to get back into running, although that has been difficult uh, since uh, it has been in the negatives here in Iowa. So temperature-wise, very cold in Iowa. How do I fit all this in? Will I overwhelm myself with too much at once? Please help me become the healthy, fit person I've always wanted to be. But also, thank you for the motivation and inspiration you've already provided me. You guys are great. Thanks, Kaylee. Awesome, Kaylee. Congrats on 20 pounds. That's amazing. 20 pounds and already like a a great fitness like regimen. Yeah, and it seems like your routine's good. Like two two days a week with the bar class, one day a week with yoga. That's three times a week already. Um, I don't know. Check the math on that. Uh, let me do it one more time. <laughs> Two bar classes, one day of yoga. Do you want my calculator? Or? Hang on, hang on. If you guys talk, I can't yeah. do math. Yeah. Okay. Two bar. Can we classes. borrow your scale, guys? Mm-hmm. Can you for a second? <laughs> Two bar classes. No talking. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You figure it out. Anyways, <laughs> I, I think with those days already, you're already doing it three days a week, and I think. Adding two days of weight training 
one or two days of weight training. I think one or two days a week is helpful for you, especially if you've never done it before. You're going to gain um, some work from that. Um, but you don't want to stress yourself out by over exhausting, like, you know, your schedule with, um, with workouts. Yeah. I, I, in answering your question about the efficacy of two days a week, yeah, it is, you can make it effective. What I would do is, um, make it an overall body workout. So if you do hit it twice a week, fine. If you only get it once a week, you're still covered. And then just get those primary moves in there. So get, you know, push a pull and a squat in there and make sure you're doing something that's hormonally intelligent and dynamic. Yeah. Um, and you know, that involves your legs. Right. Uh, especially for weight loss. And that's doing it, um, those two, two days a week. And so I would, and I would also say, you know, wait to start running when it starts getting nicer out, you yeah. know, like if you're already doing that much exercise while it's cold, then keep to it. And then just right now, add the weights in or the weight training in. And then maybe in the summer um, or late spring, uh, maybe take one of the bar classes away and try to go for a run. And if you're if you're concerned about, uh, you know, just getting some cardiovascular work in there, you could add some high intensity interval training on those weight days. Sure. So you could do like a short 15 or 20 minute hit workout uh-huh. um, on those weight training days on one or both of them. Yeah. And neither, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be contraindications. Both of them would, would complement each other. Just do the weights first. What that, do you think, Wayne? That's interesting. I, I don't have anything to add, I think, with this, but it's, I feel like hearing you guys say like, it's, it's okay if you're doing it less times a week, as long as it's like a varied thing is, yeah. is seems like a really helpful tip. And if you're doing CrossFit, you know, like one or two days a week, you know, like those exercises, you know, it's, I, I don't know how uh, your gym is um, structuring the workouts now, but I'm assuming that there's some variance in like, you know, if you go every Tuesday and Thursday, it's not always going to be legs on Tuesday and chest on, thir- you know, Thursday. It's always kind of switched up. It, and that's actually why I like about it. Cause yeah. I don't know what it is going into it. And then it's always something a little different. And so they all, like- they always make sure that they incorporate full body for the day. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. You know, even if you, even between the war, the war, the warmups. Yeah. yeah. You're so you're, you're still hitting stuff. Yeah. And my concern with Kaylee was that she would just, you know, go to the gym and then just do a few Nautilus machines or do sure. like adductor, abductor, seated stuff like that. Right. And I, I, I don't know how effective that would be if you're only doing that once or twice Absolutely. a week. So that's why you've got to do some, you got to do some of the primary moves. So right. squats and deadlifts and yeah. that Push, kind of pull, stuff. Push, pull, squat. Yeah. Make sure you get all of those in there. Awesome. Great. Um, cool. Um, uh, let's answer a question from our Twitter at the dumbbells for our superset. This is my son. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cool. What's this from? Okay. This is from, uh, this is our our superset. There's our short form questions. Uh, You can ask us on Twitter and Instagram or or Facebook, whatever. Whatever. Uh, Yeah. This is coming to us from at, uh, I can't get his Twitter name up, but it's Anthony on Twitter. Okay. Uh, Dumbbells. Is it possible to see a sample diet from Huge and Ryan, like a typical week? I'd be willing to pay for that information. So this is just Shit, Anthony. Man. You can Venmo I'd me. Be willing to pay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he wanted to see an actual diet, but we can just tell you straight up 
on mic what it is. It's really simple. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go first? No, like go what? ahead. Okay. So I, I, I steer clear of uh, grains and sugars and dairy for the most part. Right. Um, so like a typical diet for me would be, I do like really big salads. So tons of greens. Um, and I do like try to do like the gnarly greens, like kale and spinach and mustard greens and uh, purple cabbage and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, I do uh, olive oil and balsamic vinegar and lemon. And then I'll do an avocado in there and then some kind of lean protein. So like salmon, Grilled salmon, grilled chicken. Uh, I, I do a lot of red meat. I eat, I eat red meat multiple times throughout the month. I don't worry about that. I try to only eat 100% grass-fed red meat. Um, you know, for like I, for ethical reasons because they're it's they're more humanely raised, but also for environmental stuff, and then also because nutritionally it's just better. And then uh, and then I'll maybe do like I only do about two meals a day. I'll do like maybe one other meal post workout. Yeah, and it'll be something similar. So some kind of like lean protein, any of the ones that I just listed, and then uh, and some fats, avocado, and then some kind of vegetable. Yeah, um, and I have like very little carbohydrates outside of fruits or vegetables. And then the kind of fruits I have, I try to go low sugar. So I'll do like. I try to do raspberries every day because they provide a lot of fermentable fiber fiber and then or or some kind of citrus. So like grapefruit or like an orange or some tangerines or something, but a lot of grapefruit because it's low in sugar. And then uh, and then I eat like a spoonful of coconut oil. And then I I also do bone broth from time to time. Got it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I pretty much stick to I work out fasted in the morning uh, and then right after that fasted um, workout, I would take. Um, some branch chain amino acids as well as a protein shake that's usually just whey protein, spinach, um, almond butter, and um, strawberries or raspberries. And every once in a while, um, like half a banana. Um, and then depending on how how gnarly I feel after that workout, my first like eating meal, I would put like white rice with my like... Uh, lean meats or grilled chicken or salmon or whatever, uh, as with a salad, usually again with balsamic or something simple like that. Um, but if I was to eat grains or any kind of carbohydrates, it's usually around my first meal. So it's usually around noon or one o'clock. Um, I try not to eat really too much carbs past one or two o'clock. And then my dinner is usually, um, again, more greens and more protein and, Maybe a little bit of sweet potato. It depends. And then uh, like a handful of cashews has like my dessert. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll have bacon and stuff. Like I'm pretty liberal with like, oh, yeah. the, with the protein. And also Anthony, like what I described sounds almost monk-like. Yeah. I'm not perfect on this. So don't, yeah. don't think that like I'm doing this every fucking day, tw- you know, 24, seven, yeah. 365 days a year. Sometimes I fall off of it. And then get back on. But like ideally, like if I'm having a, a, like a good, healthy week, it's it's falling in somewhere into that criteria. Yeah. And so that's like I would say that's like a paleo template. Yeah. I'm tr- I'm trying to have that protein shake pretty much every morning after the workout and then or it's not even morning, but um, and then after that, having that meal. But that meal varies. It, I make sure that I always have a lot of protein in it and then it varies if I'm going to add a carbohydrate and it's usually I love white rice so much that I, I just try yeah, to... Yeah, your paleo template plus rice. Yeah, paleo yeah. plus rice. Uh, and that could be like 
you know, um, turkey burger, rice, and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the perfect meal for that me. That sounds pretty good. That's pretty I good. would eat that every single day. Joe, what are you doing? What do you like? I kind of, for breakfast, I have like the same couple of things that are always in the rotation. Uh, so I will do like either steel cut oatmeal uh-huh. or um, I will do egg whites or I'll do like yogurt and granola with like a little bit of berries in it. Nice. Yes, um, and then I always I'm curious. You said you said only half a banana Are bananas bad. No, they're good. I okay. just um, um, I just I don't have that big of a sweet tooth, but that little bit of sweet for me um, also um will have me for some reason craving worse foods through the day for some reason. Because one thing I discovered from doing this app was like things that I thought like I used to have like a big ass bowl of granola and yogurt and I was like, I'm being so healthy. (laughs) And then I like looked at the box of the granola and I was like, I'm eating like enough for four people. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, And I, I feel like grandma happy though. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like somewhere they're smiling. (laughs) But like bananas are one of those things where like I have a banana every morning. Sure. Like I never think about that. Like, Oh yeah, it is sweet. Like maybe that's making me want to have, but then there's also other, there is, there is sugar. There is sugar in it. Banana is yeah. a high sugar fruit. Yeah. yeah. And so there, there's all these different schools of thought on that. And some people will tell you that if you are in some kind of active fat loss, like if, if you're trying to lose fat or body weight, mm-hmm. to skip things like bananas. Oh. Right. But if you're not, like if you're more in maintenance and it's working for you and you're active, you can absolutely do a banana. Bananas every day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. It's still healthy for you because I I'm not a, I don't I'm not of the mindset that some people are like you might as well have a fucking Danish if you're gonna have a banana it's like nah yeah not the same not the same at all yeah <laughs> you're gonna have that you might as well have a fucking one of Joe's mom's candy eggs <laughs> all right <laughs> just don't bugger on Easter for it all right? hey hey, hey. Um, yeah right? so um so that's that uh, so. So you'd have that breakfast. I do that, and then usually uh, I'm in like a writer's room situation for lunch where they're buying you lunch. Got it. So I try to do a salad, and I've been doing that since before the the weight loss stuff. Just because if I have like a big sandwich or something, I'm just going to get sleepy for the second half of the sure. day. Right. And sometimes you know you're just sitting in a room with one or two other people all day long. Yeah. Like you, I anything that's going to make me sleepy is bad. Yeah. And this then, episode sucks. Fucking. Wangert's eating sandwiches again. <laughs> yeah, any episode Yo, that Tom feels Hanks light is, on jokes. Tom Hanks or- is real mean at night. <laughs> Don't run into Tom Hanks uh, Thanksgiving weekend, uh, the day after uh, New Year's Day. Yeah. Right. Um, so I do that, and then I kind of, uh, I try to cook at home a lot, and I... D- got really into like Blue Apron a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. And so I kind of have like my favorite recipes that I remake from that. But that's always something different. Dinner is kind of the meal that I look at as like, well, this is where I can kind of have whatever I want. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, that Which is great. I, um, I choose that meal for me to be lunch mm-hmm. because I know I've already worked out. I'll probably make still a better decision. Um, but then I also allow myself that be, and the reason I say lunch is because then 
you know, I have the rest of the day to kind of burn it off in my mind. I'm yeah. thinking, you know, um, so that's my mentality. Well, yeah, I mean, you're and you're you're probably you have a better shot of getting those blood sugar label uh, levels more stable before you go to, go to bed. bed. Yeah. So I try to like keep healthier meals and stuff in the early part of the day because if I start doing that stuff, I don't want to like then it, then get on a streak of that throughout the whole day. Got it. But yeah. I feel like if I'm like pretty good all day, then when I get to dinner, I'm not like going to like flip out and right. eat yeah, like something sure. super insane. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to like eat until I'm yeah. full and then the day's over. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Different ways of doing it. Different yeah. ways of handling things. Different strokes for different folks is something I made up. Yeah. Different <laughs> folks <laughs> for... Family matters. <laughs> That's it. Um, Joe, do you have anything that you feel like you want to plug? It is January to the 10th. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not November. <laughs> it's, uh, two th- it's 1998. Well, I appeared in the Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York, and hopefully if you caught it, you saw me there. But um, Yeah. Dabbing, right? The- Weren't you dabbing in it? <laughs> <laughs> I did some unsolicited dabs in the Macy's. Thanksgiving Day Parade. (laughs) I was right after Garfield and uh, they chased me off. Um, I guess I'll plug, uh, I do the smokes with Eugene every Mm -hmm. Monday at UCB Theater at, what time's our show? It's at seven o'clock. Oh God. (laughs) Uh, So I'm plugging that. Yeah. Great. Great great show. Awesome. Um, uh, Social media wise? Uh, I'm on Okay, forget it. Um, I don't tweet anymore, and yeah. then my Instagram is private, so oh, I guess don't. Wow. Okay, Fine. bye. <laughs> uh, us at the Dumbbells, ask the dumbbells at gmail.com if you have a long-form question or just want to ask us anything. or um, Want or to share a, share a inspirational story? Yeah, any of that stuff, please. Um, do it there. Um, or uh, you can also reach us across all social media, Facebook, IG, Twitter, at the Dumbbells, two, two Bs and two Ls. Uh, yes, and on behalf of myself and Eugene, the Dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, uh, Giuseppe Wangert. <laughs> oh, Mom. <laughs> My mom's here. <laughs> oh, please finish all your tacos. Uh, we would like to remind everybody out there listening to Train Dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. Jade Alien. If this isn't enough motivation for you, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast.